Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes are split. Danny, Lucas, and Whistler have been trapped in Petey's virtual reality, while Dale and Jerry are left to face the vampire alone. The trio deduce that operating the dream machine drains much of Petey's power and toy with him to keep him overexerting in front of his audience. Meanwhile, Dale tackles the vampire out a window before magically redirecting back into a lower floor, leaving himself vulnerable but closer to Jerry and the stone coffin. And we cut back to, to Dream Machine TV over here. Ah, oh, well, uh, and we're back, everybody. Thanks for coming along from uh, our good old commercial break here. There's a chung, 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 chung. as above the uh, the like studio audience, we see like a giant pig filled with money as another TV reference, real quick, uh, to excite them. Be like, ooh, money! <clears throat> Lucas, my darling, my boy, 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 boy. 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 For two of that famous classic, your favorite, the reason you got into the game, two whole cryptid coins, wink. What's the anti-monster formula created by Dr. Henry Jekyll? Lucas, uh, you know how this works. The cryptid currency is like the premier thing in the, the dark web underground that you, you frequently circle. Uh, and what I'm telling you right now is, in the right circles, you can automatically succeed on a manipulated person check by simply presenting or providing one of those. So these are two automatic successes to convince people in the dark web world of something you want. But regardless, I'm going to make you roll against your temptation. That's cool, right? I believe so. That's a partial success. It's an eight. Okay. Huh. As usual, a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. What does Lucas want to do? And I'll I'll build it from that. Lucas wants to protect Henry. Lucas kind of really liked their idea of helping monsters become human and thinks that maybe they could help with that. Okay. Then I'm going to say worse outcome. You can feel running through your body uh, the same magic that compels Petey to act. And you can feel part of this formula force its way out of your mouth not the full thing as you start to choke down you have to like either bite your hand or or like stuff your mouth or do something to stop yourself from speaking as you are magically compelled by your own hex magic to do so i think lucas grabs his hair by the back of his hand mm-hmm and slams his head into the uh, podium and keeps slamming it until he physically can't talk. We see blood leaking from your teeth. Yeah, let's take one harm, uh, and I'll say you don't give up nearly as much as I was going to. Uh, And we see the world flash white. And we see a couple sitting at a dinner table. They don't look familiar to you, but they look happy. They're eating and they're talking and they're chatting. And the world glitches out and pieces of it are removed. We see that even though he's eating with a fork, the guy doesn't have a hand. We see that uh, the top half of uh, the woman's head is missing. 
we see that there's no like blood or anything leaking out and we see that like the table's pretty bare that only part of the food is there doesn't look like it's been eaten like it's it's bits and pieces and we hear my lord are you okay and we don't see Petey anywhere hell hello Uh, hello oh there you are I was worried when you weren't responding Uh, uh, hello? Yes. My lord, are you okay? I... The is rising considerably. Are you experiencing love or fear? I'm experiencing fear. I, um... I think that this new program is too much for me to handle. But I can't abort it on my own. Ah. My apologies, my lord. I seem to be malfunctioning. I I can't remember. I can't remember. Are you sure you're not in love? Ah. Uh, well, who knows? Love is funny that way, right? Love is funny that way. Haha. <laughs> and the camera flares again. And we see Petey standing next to you, stunned, and his hands are shaking. <laughs> um, uh, oh, Petey. Um... Hey, welcome back, everybody, from commercial break. The audience is dumbfounded. It seems that Lucas damaged their podium a little bit. Uh, could you fix that? Oh, yeah, what an accident. Hey, kid, are you? Uh, hope your teeth and the the podium reseals. Uh, I was also thinking, I loved the commercial that you did for that Diet Dr. Pepper. Can I get a glass of that? Also, could we get some nachos with all this weed? Maybe some chairs. Doing a lot of standing. <laughs> uh, Unless you can't. Can you summon Vanna White? If this is a game show. It's gotta have Vanna White, right? Uh, one person, roll me manipulate a person. The other two, roll me uh, help out. No matter what, you have to do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, Lucas, you didn't speak, so you don't have to. I imagine Danny's charisma is high, right? Danny is a little off-putting to some people. <laughs> well, look, it's not as high as you'd expect. Mine is a negative one because I'm a bad actor. Okay, so I'll roll it. I'll roll it. <laughs> <laughs> not charming. I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> I got a six. Ooh, Lucas! Uh, Lucas, you jumping in? Lucas, gotta say something. Ah, uh, can I get a can I get a fucking band aid? <laughs> For your mouth? Yeah, you know, those, those, those ones that wrap around the lip. Uh, go ahead and roll up out. That's only a six. Jesus! Ooh, yes! I'll take the failure. Two, I need, two need experience. Well, I get, a, I get a partial success, right? Oh, I'm going to definitely say that two people failing brings that down. I think that's the danger of help out is it can ruin things for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, you find yourselves, uh, nothing changes as uh, the, the camera flares and uh, Lucas, go ahead. Uh, Whistler, I'm going to use yours to bring the, the roll down. Lucas, add another temptation. And tell me what you picked. Okay. As you can feel this intense drain on your power, requiring darkness from your soul, is asking something from you. Addiction. Okay. Use magic to do what you could do without. 
you can feel this absolute dependency setting in. Your life is dominated by your, you know, relationship with electronics. And now that magic is built into it, you're never going to pull away. Fuck yeah. Just like Fox News warned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's violent video games. These damn violent video games. Okay. Uh... Uh, 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 they we see PD turn around and start filing through some uh, like index cards, and several of them are for Dale. Like, oh, I really felt like we we're gonna get the other guy. Uh, 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 um, uh, Lucas, Lucas, let's let's switch on over to trivia. Uh, you just did, we, Lucas. It's my turn. Uh, you're right. yeah. Oopsie Daisy, went a little off script there. Yeah, uh, or me. Come on. Wait, wait. Can't you? Can't you just like make a hologram, Dale? At least we, to like fill up the podium. Couldn't you summon him here? Uh, uh. Petey touches your back, Danny, and uh, their brain. Like we, we see them start to like static out. Why, D- Danny, 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 Danny. Ah. And they 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 glitch out. It looks like they've taken damage in the way that like they turn red for a second, like in old pixel games. What do you want? And I want you to re- roll read a bad situation. That's sharp, right? Yeah, yeah. That is what I am best at. And I failed. I got a four. <laughs> um, uh, well, I guess it's a six, but... Uh, oh my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a luck there. Hell yeah. <sighs> uh, go ahead and ask three questions. As you have a brief moment, as all of your team is battering PD... Who normally holds like the most power in like is like the god of this realm nor on a normal day is sucking shit right now. You have a moment of like clarity and insight into their their situation. Go ahead and ask your questions. Uh, best way to protect the victims. The victims being who? Uh, the three of us. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck the audience because they're all shitty people for sure. Well, the staff I thought also. That's had... true. The staff are there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't uh, know what their deal is. Uh, best way to protect the victims: keep his attention on you. He clearly has some insane insight into Lucas and Whistler and probably Dale, and for some reason is missing you entirely. They, uh, his questions so far have been pretty mild comparatively. And it kind of clicks in your head that, like, he doesn't know anything about you. Standing off the grid? <laughs> what's what's most vulnerable to me? I think in the, following this line of thought, it tricks in your head. You fought dozens of monsters. And uh, you've met magical people before. There's different matchups. People have different powers and... and like what defeats what kind of varies. So some people who are really good monster hunters are really bad against specific monsters. Some monsters are really bad against specific people. You kind of know yourself and have a a pretty good sense of self and and what your desires are and are pretty relaxed and don't desire like a lot from the material world. And almost all of his power functions off that desire management. So by how how it's shaped out is you are his natural enemy. <laughs> he do, his powers are weaker on you. Cool, cool, cool. Wish I wasn't at six harm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're basically uh, like you need to tank this. <laughs> like, <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> God, you fuck. Uh, last. Uh, I didn't last... know it was gonna shape out this way. Uh, <laughs> last question. Um, I guess, uh, what's my best way out? I want to get me and my friends out of here. Uh, for sure. 
Uh, because when the last camera flash happened and you were in that weird white space, um, PD wasn't there. That thing in this world has more power than he does mm. and can take you out if they know what they're really supposed to be doing and if they believe that Whistler is PD. Okay, got it. Now, I need to remember I have a plus one ongoing when acting on that information, which I never, <laughs> ever remember. <laughs> Everyone else, knock that information real quick. Uh, as you, we pull back from uh, PD's kind of cracking facade here, what do you do? Dude, what was the question again, PD? I'm sorry, I wasn't really listening. Uh, what did I say? I, I said, uh, what, what do you, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> You're in the dream machine. We can give you anything here <laughs> with our, uh, patented designated management system or, d uh, d desire management system. Uh, we can, <laughs> we can show you the world. Do you mean, what do I want? Like philosophically, like, what do I want spiritually? Like, what do I want? esoterically like what do i want hermeneutically like or like what do i want like right now go ahead and roll me a manipulated person oh my god Ooh, that's a 12 uh we see you uh him reel back and we see that his body flares red several times uh, as he goes, you know what I'm talking about. Come on, it's a TV show where we grant wishes. I am prime time here, baby. Answer the question. Wait, so like, this is a wish? And we see the camp as uh, PD tears off his tie, flesh and slime mold comes with it. I'll kill! And the camera cuts white. And I'm going to go back to Dale. Yeah. Oof. Man. Fuck yeah. Oh, I love Danny. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like your opinion, man. Man. Yeah. Uh... Dale, you are uh, beneath. You are pinned beneath Penny, who's uh, like straddled over you, yanking the uh, uh, the stake out of her chest, and it looks like she's gonna like claw and bite the shit out of you in a second. What do you do? Jerry will be here in moments. You're certain. All right, so. Dale's going to do something he remembers practicing in grappling school. He's going to shrimp out. So he's going to kick his, his things out. He's going to try to get out from under her as she's trying to focus on getting that shit in him. He's just going to try to divert her aside, get to his feet so he can get out of this, uh, you know, bottom mount. That's a bad place to be. That seems fair. Right, right now he's just trying to buy time. He's just trying to evade and like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me an act under pressure. I imagine this would also take the minus one from... Uh, yeah, the broken leg, for sure. Yeah. So that's going to be... Eight. Or, sorry, nine. Fuck. Would have been nine. <laughs> so close. I'll tell you what. Uh, how does Jerry save your ass? I think Dale's got her sort of uh, like across a desk and they're doing that thing where they go one way and then the other way and they, they're in a sort of stalemate until Dale hears the ding of the elevator and he just books it straight for it and he's like Jerry don't even get the fuck out of the elevator you stay right there and he's just gonna try to get to the <sighs> elevator Um, he's hoping she's gonna follow him in but he's trying to make it look like he's just running away yeah yeah uh, f for sure uh, they're a, as the, the elevator opens, uh, we see a stake fly out of it, and this is Jerry's one special skill in fighting he has. Deadly aim! Uh, she cracks it with her, her hand, and I think it breaks on her, her palm. Uh, 
as uh, Jerry has assumed a sort of ninja-like stance, uh, but it's otherwise looks pretty unimpressive. Uh, and it says, yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it. Wait a minute. You mean we're gonna... <laughs> as Jerry realizes he's gonna be trapped in the elevator with the vampire? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me uh, a manipulated person to trick her into the thing. Four. And add plus one from uh, Jerry. Five. Uh-oh. Do you want to use luck? <laughs> I've only got three left for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Can I load a luck? <laughs> Uh, you can't, but Danny can, uh, as it's Jerry helping. So, I'll give you the offer. Danny, will you forsake a luck for Jerry to pull off an amazing move? I've used four. Four luck? And bought one back with a, a level up. So, I'm at three right now. Fuck. You're good. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, I'll do it. Up to you. I got you. Oh, I thank you. I only have uh, three health left. It's six total, right? I'm unstable, by the way. Uh, you have seven total. Seven total. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, so, I'll, I'll use one. Um, and this means I think that when you spend a point of luck, you discover something happening now is related to something you were involved in years ago. I should have done that earlier as well. It's all right. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll deal with that in a bit. For now, Andy, go ahead and tell me what Jerry does that pulls uh, this, this sweet move off. So he threw the stake to, like, throw her off balance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I think the obvious thing is the flamethrower comes into play. Whether or not he hits her with it, I think that's your call. But uh, I think he yells out, like, uh, Ghostbusters, motherfucker! And, like, just starts spraying the flamethrower. Yeah, I, I think um, Jerry misunderstands the plan and rolls out of the elevator, unlocks the flamethrower, and starts blasting fire everywhere, such that it just seems less safe to be in here <laughs> than in the elevator with Dale. And in a, a, a moment of bizarre but coincidental coordination, uh, uh, the vampire leaps into the elevator, and Jerry slams in behind, uh, so it's now you two versus her, as she's swinging around wildly, trying to cut you guys up. Hell yeah. And also that floor is on fire. Fair. <laughs> floor is lava. I'm great at this game. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I assume, Dale, we see you hit the uh, the basement floor button Absolutely. on the elevator. I'm imagining he's trying to grapple her, so he's like kind of up on the post, so it's like his heel that he's trying to kick the button. Yeah, I, I'm picturing Dale fully like Black Widow, like on this tiny vampire's <laughs> shoulders, like <laughs> legs wrapped around the back of the head situation. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll, kick some ass here. Uh, add one from Jerry, who is a competent, you know, fighter here. Thanks to some Jerry, degree. You're the best. Uh, that'll be a 12. Fuck yeah. Uh, tell me your extra here as you battle her along along the length of time here that she gets to the basement. Um, I'm trying to decide between, like, get them where I want them again, which is sort of, like, in my grapple, or... You know what? I'm going to force them where I want them, because once this elevator door opens, we're going to need to have some control to get them in that pool. Yeah, absolutely. So she, Otherwise, she's totally going to just start running yeah, away. So I think Dale's just trying to get her sort of, like, tied up. Maybe not literally, yeah. but, like, tangled, I, I guess. I, yeah. How much harm do you do? Um, If I'm using my gun, too, I guess that would be a good thing to get her to maneuver with. But if it's just, like, hand-to-hand, -hand, Dale doesn't have any hand-to-hand -hand capability. You have stakes. That's true. You have stakes. Oh, I guess, yeah. If I, if I have multiple stakes, it's like... Yeah, yeah you yeah. have multiple stakes. Uh, to sort of interlock her body and give her yourself more holding points, mm. I think, yeah, it makes sense that you jam more stakes into her as you kind of grapple with yeah. her further. Uh, and uh, she's real; she's clearly realized this is a complete trap uh, uh, that she's in right now. And she's like, stop! Let me go! Okay, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? 
I want my friends out of that thing, and I want the dead to stay fucking dead. Uh, Dale, go ahead and take the same three-harm life drain. Uh, as, uh, she says, then stay dead. And she, her head fully snaps back around, and she bites into your chest and starts sucking out the blood. And Jerry goes, ah, oh, God, hold on, and starts yanking on her hair to yank her head off of you. Well, with my one armor, that gives me one more health left. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dang. Uh, <laughs> Wish I'd known you were going into a more metaphysical world, Danny. Same. The, the, the damage I took was ignore armor, yeah. so... <laughs> well... Okay. You eat the doors open on the basement. We see this orange light fill this place full of pipes and concretes. Uh, uh, we see the stone coffin, which is just a kiddie pool full of wet cement, ready and prepared. Well, only several feet into the, the door here that Jerry has dragged over. What do you got? Um... Dale is inches from death. He's just gonna full sort of charge her towards the pool. I think at this point he doesn't super care if he kind of goes in with her at least a little bit. But we'll see how deep he has to actually get, you know? Uh, yeah, dig deep. Roll me act under pressure. It's gonna be an 8 minus 1 from leg if Jerry gives a plus 1 back to an yeah. 7 or 8, either way. Okay. Then I'm going to say a price to pay. And Dale, you're going to get hurt on the way in. Alrighty. Go ahead and take a harm. Drop unconscious. I declare you dying as you slam her. Oh, you know what? Because you're going to do this alone and this is where we're at, tell me how you do it. I think Dale has driven in so many stakes into her that she almost has, like, handles. And as he's dragging her, she keeps, like, wrestling out his arms and, like, tearing at him as she goes. But every time, he's just grabbing another handle and, like, continuously, like, pulling her legs out from under her or, like, flipping her over just to get themselves to the pool. Uh, and I think she's okay. just tearing him to shreds as they go. We see blood splatter everywhere as you go uh, and, and spray and... and, and fall to the floor and as she plunges into the, the wet cement and you hold her there we see Jerry blast the flamethrower onto the wet cement so that it starts drying and dehydrating rapidly and we see this sort of um, Han Solo-esque carbonite chamber here as she, we see her hand sticking out as the top layer begins to cement over her or concrete over her as she's stuck and you're bleeding over top Welcome back, my lord. Your heart rate is rising. Uh, hello! I, I tell you everything. I tell you everything. What? Uh, Whistler, you gotta convince them that you're the, the guy. They think you're him. You gotta give it, and then they'll send us home. Hey there! It's me! Your lord. Oh. You sound funny. Do I? Uh, that was just a funny voice I was trying. <laughs> that sounds right. Hi. Hi. Who are your friends? They're just some people I've met on the road. Look. Hi, friends from the road. I am the Dream Machine. You may call me the DM. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, my name's Denny Morris. You can call me DM. Wow, what a coincidence. Small world. Yeah, what's up? Hey, I feel like shit. Oh, I'm so Lord. sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm Locust. What can I do to make you happy? Um, can we leave the dream machine? 
Why wouldn't you just leave on your own, my lord? I am very tired. Uh, can you please do it for me? I see. I, I would... I, my apologies. My system seems to be malfunctioning. Um, I, I think I need help. We could help. Yes, please, my lord. Help. And we see it flash for a second as we see uh, Petey's partially, like, diagonally cut shoulder to waist, melting body on top, and regular ass legs on bottom, saying, Kill you! Bug found! Glitch removed. And we see that the, uh, the duplicate that it thinks is here clip out. And Petey's body disappears again. Well done. <laughs> um, okay. My application system appears to be malfunctioning. That's okay. You'll get it right the next time. Um, you're, you're doing great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, can you help me? I have a problem. Okay. What's your problem? My memory construction seems to be uh, missing pieces. Okay. Can you walk me through things like you usually do? Sure, I sure can. Thank you. Um. So you do you see the scene here? And again, we see that couple eating dinner. Uh, and missing pieces of them are there. And it's just that. Um. Ow. Ow. My apologies. My lord. The scene here. From. Your wishes. This man's wife has been dead for several years. But right now. He is enjoying a wonderful day with her. What happened? I can only answer yes or no or irrelevant. Uh, so we're to ask you questions? Yes, please. Uh, so this woman is dead? Yes. And this man is alive? Yes. So, like, this is a memory? No. This is a fantasy? Yes. Um, what, what are you, only yes or no, what, what are you confused about? Yes, no, or irrelevant. Are you confused by this? Yes. Is... Petey, the man. No. Are you either of these people? No. Do you know either of these people, personally? No. Um, do I know either of these people, personally? No. Are these people real? Yes. Is the man accessing the dream machine? Yes. Does the man know he's accessing the dream machine? No. We see parts of him start to collect. And we see that hand holding a fork now. Is providing these fantasies your intended purpose? Yes. We see her head start to appear clearly. Did Petey corrupt your purpose? In providing these memories to mortals? No. Okay. Is Petey a harm to you? Irrelevant. Uh, am I kind to you? Yes. Do you like me? Yes! Are you two friends? No. Do you remember how your memory was damaged? Yes. And we see a brief image of 
uh, uh, falling from a great height and a crash. Whoops. Can you provide more instruction? Yes. Okay, good. Do that. Something odd is happening here. But I think you're pretty close. Psst, Whistler. Yes? Yes. You're like an actor, right? Yes. Can you, like, impersonate this mortal's dead wife and, like, I don't know, jumpstart this this fantasy? I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing, like, a Dale Kent voice right now, but I'm, like, doing, like, a Dale. You could, like... I... <laughs> you know, pretend... Like, I'm pretending to be Dale. You kind of pretend to... Ask away. <laughs> Lucas, you've not asked a question in some time. Perhaps it'd be easier if you laid out what you already know. Uh, This is a fantasy um, of a living man who would like to share a meal with his dead wife. Um, The man is alive. He is using the dream machine. Mm. Unknowingly. Unknowingly? Oh, is the man wearing a headset? No. Your purpose is to provide mortals these fantasies. Yes. Do you like your purpose? Irrelevant. Okay. Uh, and. Is the man a mortal? Yes. You give people dreams. Yes. Literally. No. Imagination. Yes. You are imagination. Mm. No. You're the creativity stifled by capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Is, Is the man awake? Right now? Yes. Is the man in the Roche building? No. Or 99% of the way there. Is the goal to guess who the man is? Mm, No. Is the goal... To understand how the, the man is using the dream machine? Yes. Um, is the man watching TV? No. Daydreaming? Yes. Is it triggered by his trauma? Mm, no. Love? Irrelevant. He's the man on Earth. Yes. A mortal man on Earth, unintentionally. Immortal. Oh, they're immortal. Oh, I thought they were mortal. Yeah, when we used, I think you said immortal, and I think I heard immortal. Oh, no, they're immortal. They're immortal. Okay. Oh. And the man doesn't look like a young Quincy or anything. No. Yeah. That's fair. I don't think. But if you have a question, go ahead and ask. Yeah. Yeah. Relevant to that. Sure. Is the man a a fae? No. Is the man Santa Claus? No. Wouldn't that be fun? Is the man Henry Jekyll? No. What? Good question. Who Who else do we know that is Who's not immortal. a mortal? Yeah. Is it Flint? No. <laughs> Is the man a vampire? No, but close. Is it a werewolf? No. Is the man a ghost? No, but close. So undead? Yes. A lich? Yes. Is the man a zombie? Yes. And we see their skin fill with that gray 
and we see their skin on their shoulder bulge mm-hmm. until they have no neck. Yeah. And it looks exactly like what Dale's brother was turning into. Yeah. This man is part of Gravewatch, yes? Yes. This person has the Grafton virus. They will live forever, observing only what they want to see. Their greatest joys connected forever, alone. I see it now. And they peel back, and we see this perfect image where in this person's mind, everything looks great. They look how they think they're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. They see the world how they want it to be, this beautiful dream where they are going on date nights and seeing friends and having a very normal, happy life. And we see from the real world's perspective where they're a monster doing whatever the fuck monsters do all the time with no regard for what's happening around them. Because they, to them, there is no other world. Thank you for reconstructing. I think, yes, my mind is prepared. I think I can let you go now. Distinctly an odd phrasing for this thing to say. Thank you. Can you answer one more question before we go? Yes, happy to help. Is there a way to cure that? Cure what? The person connected to the uh, dream machine. Oh. The only one I know of, I know that my that my lord wants. But then you must have it, then, right? Oh. I think so. It might be Henry's formula. Oh, you found it. Good. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. It's been weird and it's been strange and it's been weird strange but we're gonna we're gonna go i see all right well fairly well good to have you back hasta luego hasta luego and very very simply you can feel your hands pull off the like goggles and Lucas and Danny uh, you're free the blue film has left your body and Whistler um, I guess you pop out in normal form yeah into the world and I think we see people like falling like they it looks like they've started to like drop asleep around you you can hear them like groggy and rousing as like this effect leaves a lasting impression on the body but because you guys are hunters it doesn't affect you as much mm-hmm. what do you do we we have to find Dale because I, I also assume there's like a lot of blood <laughs> oh yeah there's also a broken window and oh, the shit. bodyguards <laughs> Uh, I think they've scattered because as far as they know Dale and Penny went down I I, I bet my boy Jerry got this handled with Mr. Dale I bet they're down there cracking some cold ones open listen to Jimmy Buffett let's go check I think Whistler jumps into the elevator so that they can like send everyone down as fast as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good I'm work, telling boy. you, Lucas, I bet this was a piece of cake. Yeah. Danny, as six harm and unstable, I don't think I've done anything to you in regards to the unstable yet, so I sure would like to, but I don't have any good ideas, so I guess I won't. As you arrive on the bottom floor uh, we see uh, Jerry freaking out and uh, you know trying their best with like 
bandages and, and antiseptics and what have you to try to do something, but they haven't completed their medical training yet. Dale, tell me what you look like as you are an inch from death, and I will give everybody here one roll to save your life. Lucas. A total, some total one. Not everyone gets one. Right. I mean, Dale's got, I think, arms that are still caked in drying cement. He's got bits of broken glass sticking out from both windows that he went through. He's got chunks missing all over. He's just like a mess, I think. Um, He's got rabbit feet, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, the one patch of rabbit hair. <laughs> this fucking freaks the fuck out. Um, but, yeah. He's probably a bit singed, too. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah. danced around the flamethrower a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the kitty pool is popped. That's fair. reasonably, but the, the the stone part of it is good. I'm going to run over to Dale and uh, immediately slam my uh, phone on their chest, and I'm going to spend a luck on that. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. like five or six luck spent. Yeah. I think you get to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Uh, tell me what it looks like as you save Dale's life as he is literally looking in death's door. I, I think uh, as Lucas uh, cracks their phone onto Dale, uh, the phone, those black hands that uh, come out when I uh, summon shit start like ripping pieces of dirt and stuff from out of uh, around the room just stone and sucking it into the phone and then taking it out as like a humanoid goo that are filling in some of the chunks missing on Dale. It is excruciatingly painful uh, but uh, you heal three harm. I, I imagine Dale wakes up screaming. Uh... <laughs> And then probably passes out again. I, I, that's a lot of pain from many, many sources. Uh, I, I figure he's probably going through a significant amount of shock. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that, you know, once Dale is passed out again, uh, but like Lucas affirms that he's not actively dying. Um, I think that Whistler, like, you know, with unholy strength, scoops Dale up into their arms, uh, like, cradling him, able to smell? Or was that only in the dream machine? No, you can smell. Yeah. Uh, as part of the deal, which you can afford, uh, you can smell and, I believe, taste was the other thing. <laughs> yeah, you can lick me if you want, but I wouldn't advise it. I'm going to pass. Sorry, fans. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah, like one of the first smells that they like, greeted with again is blood, and yeah, I think they just kind of hold Dale close and quietly say that we should all go to the van. We need to get out of here. Yeah, I don't feel so great. You look bad, yeah. Hey, um, can... Can you not tell Dale that I look like this? Yeah, no problem. Great. Sure. Jerry, how are you? Hold it up. Uh, well, I'm actually pretty okay. They show their arms. Dale never let her hit me. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, so, um, that's another one in the bag. I, uh, think I'm about to hit my cap before I can start becoming a full-fledged member. It's, uh, pretty exciting, honestly. I mean, I'm glad no one's dead. I'm sorry that all that happened to you guys, and you don't look so good. Uh, but I'm doing great. <laughs> hey, uh, not to, not to bring down the mood or anything, but, uh, 
You know you only become a member when I die, right? Oh. I thought I had to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I promise not to kill you. They do it like big finger guns. Mm-hmm. And we know in any universe that Jerry could not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Jerry has done more than Danny so far. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just been in wildly different situations. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, everybody. I think returns to the van in the pizza truck. Yeah, Queen Anchovy's Revenge. Queen Anchovy's Revenge. I think uh, there's uh, a lot of time you have to spend licking your wounds. It would make sense to me if you return to Barbie. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, I think we see across the city in hospitals everywhere, doctors and nurses panicking as nobody has been recovering from their injuries for a full day. That blood hasn't been clotting, that, you know, medicine hasn't been working. And people who are, like, on the brink of death very, very suddenly breathe a breath of fresh air. And start to improve pretty rapidly. And a sigh of relief is spread across Atlanta, Georgia, as its ghosts and vampires and mega surveillance seems to have stopped for the time being. We see Wyatt standing at the base of the Roche building as I think you guys had gotten into the van. And he looks up into the sky. He pulls out his old walkie-talkie he used to speak into and he clicks it and to no one because you do not have it says are you still there and we see Dale stirring in his pain as he gets a phone call while unconscious and it says dad on it and he misses the call and uh, Lucas as uh, night has finally come and you can still feel power crackling through your fingers despite quitting your job you can't help but look at the moon and it's a full moon tonight I think we'll close out there.